Hello. How are you? It's Chris. To the S, to the A, to the R, to the A, to the C, to the I, to the N, to the O. And my name is Todd motherfucking Matsunaga. Motherfucking Matsunaga of the half-Japanese persuasion. Happy Easter <laughs> to you. Happy motherfucking Easter. That's our Easter greeting. Oh, motherfucking day love. I'm gonna have to change this sample love. That's okay, my motherfucker. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty good, what I just did. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I can you close that, man? Okay, I'm gonna wait. Hold on, I'm gonna close the door. Yeah, just cause yeah. All right, so it is what day today, Chris? Aujourd'hui c'est dimanche. Dimanche le what? Le oh shit, le 21. Is it is 21? 21 d'avril, la journée de Jésus. No, it's <laughs> Pac, man. Oh, fuck, whatever. Joyeux Pac tout le monde. Joyeux Pac tout le monde. So it's Easter. It's Easter time. Chris, I have to admit, and yeah. uh, I know that your parents sometimes listen to this, yes. so I Not hope really. they don't take offense to this. Not really. But man, your mom was all over our stream that time. Yeah, like time. W- one, one time. Yeah. Uh, I was following your Instagram account today, and it was possibly the most Italian Instagram day I've ever seen. I know. Post. I know. Uh, Sorry. East, so today, Easter dims. Buona like, Pasqua. So what did you do? Like, what did you eat for Easter, and what did you... Well, we went to a um, a hall on Preston Street called Sala San Marco. Yes, so I've anybody who lives in Ottawa knows Sala San Marco, because if you have a lot of vowels in your last name, you get married there. Okay. Except for me. I didn't get married there. You got married in your backyard. In I my it was a lovely occasion. No, I, had, I, I, no, I got your married. Your parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a small thing at, at my house. But, lovely occasion. Uh, so they anyway, Sal San Marco has a big Easter buffet every year. Yes. And uh, it's super Italian. Okay. And we went and we had an Italian buffet. Okay. And what's in an Italian buffet? Uh, How many courses first off? Because there's well, too not, many courses. It's now. not really courses. Just it's a buffet. It's an Easter buffet. So you okay. go. You don't have any plates to clean up. That's why it's so appealing to many people. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like an Italian, you know, an Italian, stretch your stuff with your family on Easter weekend. So were you dressed to the nines? No. I was like more business casual. But, okay. uh, you know, it's just an opportunity to go out, see some other fellow Italian friends. Yep. Uh, the buffet is like, you know, cool. It's like, you know, uh, what did I have? I had like tortellini and cream sauce. What time was that? Noon. <laughs> Totally and cream sauce. So you had cream, your Hip of beef <laughs> with the nicest beef gravy ever. Who Penne, arrabbiata. Who eats that at noon, man? Italians. Are you super full? Like, like. Well, I paced myself. I, I only, like, it was, my son had eight plates of food. It was redoubt, like, uh, I don't even know where he puts it. He's, Did he eat again at dinner? I can only assume so, but. Did he run, like, 5K after Oh, lunch? he's got, like, a crazy metabolism. He. What about your daughter? Is she the she's, same? Like, she's. She's kind of she's a little bit of a pickier eater. She didn't eat as much as her brother, but yeah. And okay. I want my parents, my wife, and you know it was it was great. It was like, um, yeah, I actually quite like it. It's 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 a good buffet. Mm-hmm. A lot of Italians. Yeah. Uh, a lot of like this. Ma- 
What the? F- <laughs> I wish shit. I could see Chris because he's using his waving hands my hands. Right yeah, I work with a lot of Italians, man, and I gotta say, Italians are some of my favorite people. Are they? Yeah, because of their humor. Yeah, because uh, some of their their temperament I find hilarious. Yeah, uh, I know this is a generalization, and people are probably getting insulted by it, but yeah. I mean it in a positive way. Like, like right. I love, I love the the passion when they talk about things. Right, I love, you know, I come from very like you know reserved Japanese father, right, and a mother who's an extrovert, but. Generally, do you find that I'm more reserved or you're more? pretty reserved? Yeah, I'm you're pretty, pretty reserved. reserved. And I gotta be honest, yeah. Um, in terms of two cultures that couldn't be at all alike, it would be Japanese and Italian. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they have nothing in common. No, no, no. there's nothing. Well, well, in common. they have one thing in common. Yes, is that yes, they, the axis of uh, <laughs> of the act. No, well. <laughs> Axis no. powers. Yeah, they were well. Two things in common. Okay, yeah. They were they were on the wrong side of the war, mm-hmm. you know, in that little thing called World War Two. Yeah. Um, but they also like noodles. Like oh yeah, noodles. Yeah. Uh, what a, what about fish in Italy, man? Is fish it, in Italy is generally cooked, and like I, I remember like. But is it a big deal? Like, is fish a big deal, uh, or is it more meats and? No, fish is fish is uh, fish is very predominant in Japanese culture. Yes. Like or Japanese cuisine. Yes. Uh, it is uh, very much a part of Italian culture, like zuppa de pesce, pesce, pesce. Yeah. But it's it's not uh, it's not a pillar part it's of, not the, like of a, the a of, staple of, of the, the cuisine. Yeah. Whereas in Japan, it's like it's like fucking a huge deal. Like you guys do it really it's well. It's hardcore. It's hardcore. And you don't Everywhere, even, the market. Yeah, like the, just the yeah. preparation, the skill that goes into yeah. portioning it, like the value they put on like fucking bluefin tuna. Like, man, there's bluefin tunas in Japanese fish markets that yeah. go for like two million dollars. Man, it's 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 nuts. Fucking nuts. It's like there's a whole fish thing that that you know, this this whole like underground fish thing where where there's a lot of money being <laughs> yeah. exchanged. Like you ever watch that Gordon Ramsay show when there was this specific type of fish? That people had had to like. There was like a bit of a black market going on around. I think it. I, I think I, I I believe I might have seen it, but and they have to stake yeah. out their their little niche or their little area. And if you go there, like it's bad news. Was it in right? London? Uh, I can't remember if it was. In, I don't, I don't I think, think it was I saw in Britain, it. but but it was like danger, danger if yeah. you got in other people's area because it was like yeah, no. we'll fuck you up. Yeah, it was like like the gold rush, man. They staked their claim, and it's like if you fuck around with this, right. it's not good. So I find that weird, man. Food, like food. There's this whole food is food is food is. You know, it's funny because uh, one of the best shows I that my wife and I have watched on Netflix is Ugly Delicious. Okay. And uh, David Chang, who mm-hmm. is your doppelganger, by the way. Okay. He, uh, do you know who David Chang is? Yes. Okay. He really looks a lot like you. Sometimes, yes. And he actually he talks like you a little bit too. A little bit, yeah. But the only the only difference between you and David Chang is he's considerably chubbier than you are. No, but and he's got more hair. That's what I find. It's like it's the same with Dan the Automator. Yeah. Dan the Automator is slightly more chiseled than I am. Yeah, but there's but, there's a look. Yeah, there's a definite there's Dan a the look, Automator yeah. slash David Chang. It's interesting, but but anyway, David Chang is uh, is very multi culinary. Mm-hmm. He's got a series of great restaurants, Korean restaurants, yeah. other things, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But he has this great show called Ugly Delicious, and um, it's just kind of that show's kind of opened me up a little bit to the you know different cultural cuisines. Yeah, I got to be honest, I, I find nothing appealing about Korean cuisine, with the exception of Korean barbecue. Korean barbecue. I've, yeah. I've never had like well, that's not true. I have had kimchi once, and I just did not like it. You didn't like it. Okay. No. Um, but you know, whatever. I mean, like it's it's. What just, would you say internationally is your favorite food? Inter. Okay. 
I'd I, have to say Italian, man, is mine. Uh, Italian is one of them. They kill it. Man. But I got to be honest, yeah. when I when I was in Spain about uh, two and a half years ago. Oh, I've heard this. Yes. And no, almost three years ago. Sorry. Almost three years ago, I was in Spain. Yeah, two and a half years ago. And I thought Spanish food was the best food I ever had. Really? Oh, yeah. And I remember telling my dad this, and he's like, fuck you. <laughs> what? <laughs> fuck off. Like, he was like. He was mad? He was like, what, what are you fucking talking about? Like, my dad's always been very defensive about, hey, you want to know something? The number one thing that Italians give the world, their fucking cuisine. Man, the cuisine is so good. Uh, oh, hey, hey. The number one thing we did was food. You're welcome. Like that's actually he doesn't talk sounds like that. Nothing like he that. But that's like how I imagine him saying that. <laughs> yes, yes. But he actually, I, I remember having many family dinners, and he would kind of antagonizingly go like, "What's the best food in the world?" And like my sister and I would go like, "I don't know Chinese." He's like, "What the f- no, <laughs> no." But see, that's the thing. This is the Italian reason why, food. You this, fucking morons. Well, this is the reason why I asked you is because yeah. I know that the Chinese food, like what we order here, is not Chinese no, food. No, right? It's not, it's not true. No. So Chinese, I, I wondered that Szechuan about it. food, yeah. Italian is like Italian is is. I can tell you this. Yeah. I, I, here's the thing. I'm going to Italy in July. Yeah. Okay. And we're kind of immersing ourselves in a, as much Italian culture as possible. My wife is like rapidly learning Italian. Okay. She's very good like, with languages. Um, I have the same uh, very loose handle on a language that I've had for 30 years okay. after having gone to Italian school for like a number of years. Yes. Um, Are your parents fluent? Yes, very. Yeah. Okay, that's and, great. Uh, but they always would would talk Italian only when they didn't want us to know what was know what on. was being said. Okay. And I remember like a few times I'd catch things from having gone to Italian school. They'd forget that I was learning Italian. It's yeah. like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh shit. My mom doesn't like the fact my dad's playing cards out late. Oh shit. <laughs> no, that wasn't like that. But um so anyway, yeah, like uh, we're getting we're going to Italy in July. And um I, I have been to Italy once. It was more than 30 years ago. It was quite sure. a while ago. Well, it was about 30 years ago. 30 years ago on the nose. And one of the things I could tell you is that Ita- real Italian food yeah. um, is pretty different than what we have here. Okay. Like what we have here, like what is commonly known in the United States as gravy or tomato sauce or like pomodoro. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's kind of like the the peasant Italian food, the immigrant okay. Italian food. If you go to a place like but Rome... Is, is the peasant Italian food the good shit, or is that... I think it's the good shit, but to be honest with you, I haven't been exposed to the rest of it, so I'm going like, to do a little bit of a food tour when we're in Italy. Okay. We're going to go to Venice, we're going to go to Rome, we're going to go to Florence. Yep. Like, if you go to, like, you know, uh, f- to Tuscany, mm-hmm. the Tuscan region, yep. it's, you know, Bistecca Fiorentina. Like, it's like... it's like Stuff I've never had. Well, it's not, so, it's not like fucking pasta. It's like... Okay. It's like meats and, you know, like uh, a lot of cured meat, uh, beautiful salads, like uh, <laughs> hearty bean stews and shit like that. Like it, Italian food is really, it's it's very multifaceted. What we commonly know as Italian food is really just spaghetti and meatballs. And pasta. Like and pasta pastas, dishes. You know? and yeah. Lasagna and motherfucking manicotti and fucking cannelloni. Like that kind sauce, of sauce, fucking marinara. Yeah, but if, but if yeah. you know, like I was, we were watching this show on Netflix called uh, Somebody Feed Phil. Mm-hmm. And there's a restaurant in Venice. I find this kind of interesting to try it out. They, they, they do a humongous breaded and deep fried pork chop that then they douse in vinegar. What? Yeah, it sounds weird. But the guy fucking doing the show was like, I fucking swear by this shit. It was amazing. It's amazing, you know? yeah. So um, you're going to Venice? We're going to go to Venice for a few days. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, but one of my favorite, I, I don't know, one of my favorite things to eat is like veal or chicken parm, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that's kind of a bastardized version of, of you know, 
you know, like chicken Milanese or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. so yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Italian food is very multifaceted, whereas Japanese food I find is very militantly consistent. It's like, you know, the whole country of Japan kind of, the way I understand it, eats very pretty well the same way. Do you wonder, stuff. I wonder if that's why it's like the L, there's so many of the oldest people ever in Japan on the diet. <laughs> Maybe. Because, man, Japan, you know me. You know me. Yeah. It's like, what'd you have for dinner last night, Todd? A brick of cheese. <laughs> Just a brick of cheese. Just That's br- it. A brick of American cheese. Yeah. No, you know what I find fascinating about Japan? Japan is a, especially if you know the history of Japan, and and, and it's really hilarious compared to Italy, because Italy was like all these ramshackle republics, and then finally <laughs> they came together. And it was like, all right, we'll create a new country called Italy, you pieces of shit up north fuck you you southerners it's like it's like you know and there's so many different dialects and it's all broken up and you go you go far north enough and people are talking fucking german and shit like that can i, can I ask you a question like, yeah so I've, I've been in so many and again like people i know i'm generalizing <laughs> right. this is horrible right but i've been in so many situations where europeans are close by okay okay i'm like, not can you qualify that a little bit I'm just what, do you, saying, what do you mean by that i'm just saying europeans okay and they, they're having a discussion, and from what I gather when I've asked like later on, it's just a normal discussion like you and I have, like, hey, Chris, what's going on? Yeah. But it's like screaming. I remember one time like, I was at the hospital, and mm. like, the cleaning staff was from uh, some, I believe it, like, it must have been an Eastern European country. Mm. And these guys were screaming at each other, right? Yeah. When really they were talking about like, oh, what'd you do last night? Yeah. So is, is Italians that, are very much the same way. Very much the same way. Yeah. Like, so is that like a European thing? I don't know. I'm asking. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think know. it's a European thing because uh, I, I mean I think it's a Mediterranean thing. That's what I think. Is it, it is. okay? Okay. But, well, I don't know. Actually, I don't know because uh, to be honest with you, I'm not that well traveled in Europe enough, and I don't mm-hmm. want to say something that's going to make me sound like a dickhead. Like, this is why. This is why I know that I'm a reserved person is because like have, have you ever heard me scream uh, or yell or, once? Was it bad? It was fucking terrifying. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't want to be. But there. it's not like a normal. It's not a normal thing for me. You know what I mean? And these guys were ripping into each other. Meanwhile, they were saying like, "Hey, what's up?" You know? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Nice. My, my my kids always make this observation because they're they're like Italians are really loud and like and I'm like, well, it's passionate. You know, it's like they're, they're yeah. very emotional. You know? Yeah. Like, you fucking. You know. Whereas Japanese people are very reserved and like and yes. like modest and everything is about modesty and like so I don't know how it is in Germany you know like I, I find Jap the Japanese and Germans have a lot in common really yeah like do you find Germans are, are reserved me. people uh, I've never been to Germany. well I've never been to Germany but what I do know is uh, you guys both do cars very well okay um, you know you both had uh, global domination aspirations in the forties. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're both very industrious cultures. Um, yeah, and again, this goes to like the differences between Italians and Germans. I want to tell you a quick story, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I tend to think of myself as, a, as an open-minded person. You know right. me? Like, I'm not bigoted or no. uh, against anyone. Or, no, not at all. You know, I don't... Uh, right. So there was one time... I, what was I watching? I was watching some Netflix documentary, and they were talking about... Uh, <laughs> oh, Dirty Money. It was called, like, Dirty Money. Oh, yeah, I watched right? that. Yeah, yeah. So I started watching it, and I binged my way through it, and it was, like, just a complete disaster, man. It was, like, 
Volkswagen was built by Nazi Germany. And I was like, oh. It was. And I, okay, and I was like, oh, good. So I drive a Volkswagen. And then I was like, Fanta is a Nazi drink. Is it? Fanta? Yeah, Nazis. Really? Yes. And I had oh like a God. full case of Fanta upstairs. Like, and I was like, so you're telling me I drive a Nazi car? A lot of shit came from Nazi Germany. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like even I find that like I, I remember watching this documentary. Not to cut your story off, the sorry. dark history of everything. Did you man. hear about Ma- M- um, Max von Brauer? No, Max Maximilian von Brauer. I think is the, the father of the V two <laughs> missile. No, shit. Okay, so this guy, a rocket scientist, yeah. Nazi rocket scientist. Yeah. Like when the war was won, mm-hmm. he was like, I guess he aligned with the Americans, and they're like, Oh, okay, yeah, where yeah, you want to yeah. live? He's like Montana, <laughs> like in the hunt for Red October. <laughs> Where will you live? Yeah. What was the guy's name? Marcus? Oh, uh, yeah. I can't Sean Connery? Yeah. I would like to move to Montana. Yeah. Um, that's not a more Scarface. But anyway, they, yeah. they, they were like, this guy moved to Montana and was like this rocket scientist and like spent f- his remaining 38 years in like developing the Atlas rockets, the Delta rockets, like fathering a lot of the space program. This Nazi, this former, like, not a na- not a Nazi sympathizer. Like, like a, a full There's blown... photos of him, like, in SS garb. Oh, like, man. Like, you know, it's like, fuck, that's, it's crazy to think how that, that the Reich, the Third Reich was split in two between well, they, the Soviets and the Americans. Yeah. So I guess there was a large uh, contingent of people that, like, fled to South America, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's... A ton of them. I don't know. And I don't know why, where I was going with that story, but I just felt like shit after that because I was like, here I am using Nazi products. It's weird. It, you know, like, listen, like shit happens, right? Yeah. I mean, like there's lots of there's lots of things like I'm pretty sure microwaves come from Nazis. Might be. I don't know. Let's just say it is. Fuck. Velcro. Fuck. Fucking laceless shoes. I don't I know. remember like, so I don't know. If you were a kid in Ottawa in the 80s, yeah. did you ever have a pair of Velcro tracks runners. Yes. Yeah, of course I did. You did have one? And kangaroo Velcro. Kangaroo Velcro. Velcro. We used to buy them at the Kmart. When is that shit going to come back? Man? I don't know. Because I, I, I see, I still see Velcro in like the deepest, darkest <laughs> recesses of Walmart, right? Man, I got to tell you, I was at a Walmart recently. Yeah. And it's a fundamentally different experience than what I remember. Which one did you go to? The one at South Keys. Because each of them are different, right? So I, I we both have worked retail jobs. Yes. I worked at Future Shop at South Keys. Anybody who lives in Ottawa knows that, knew that store. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was this Walmart beside it. And every time I used to go into that Walmart, there was always like a fucking fight or like, you know. It's craziness. Cr- like, just like trashy craziness, yeah. right? Now, I went in recently and I was like, fuck, this place is actually kind of nice to be inside of. Like, they, they classed it all up. Yeah. No yeah. more people running around in scooters or on rascals. Like, literally running around on scooters. No, it's like very clean. <laughs> it's very organized. Not that it wasn't before, but yeah. there's just an element. Yeah, they did a, a rehash. They, they, I, they did a bit of a redux on this on Walmart. Yeah, and, Frank uh, Ducks. Now, Frank Ducks. Now they have a grocery store. In Walmart, you can go fucking buy groceries in Walmart. Yeah, but you know what, man? I, uh, you know, what turned me off is, mm. is there's this one time I walked in there and I was like, oh, I might as well grab milk. <laughs> you know milk. how sometimes like the condensation forms on the bag that's holding the bags yes. of milk? Yeah. So I put that on the conveyor belt when I got to the cash. Okay. And they picked it up and then they ended up putting something down. Like uh, I had like a hoodie or something. Mm-hmm. And they put the hoodie in like the milk condensation, and I was like, "This shit shouldn't be together," you know? Really? Yeah. 
Because there's like produce sitting on there, and then you put your fucking clothes or your yeah, weed whacker. That's gross. Your, that's imagine gross. you're throwing like a bunch of tires on there, and then no, next thing, celery. Yeah, that's nasty. You know what I mean? It's so nasty. It seems a bit weird, but yeah. Nasty, nast. I don't know, man. These big box things, like uh, it's weird. I, I I don't know. It's 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 um, like Costco. Let's talk about uh, Costco. Man, I've been to Costco in a long time, so you, but Costco's the shit. So you had a membership, or you currently have? I one? had one. I let it lapse. All I remember is like going inside of a Costco, and like you could eat a whole meal in Costco. There was like hot dogs, hamburgers, yeah, like ice delicious cream. foods, samples. Um, um, just buy a crate of it. Buy a skid of it. I get like I get weirded out in there. I have to admit, I get a bit weirded out in there. Why? Because I'm blown away by. The, the confidence that they have that this is sustainable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come to Costco. Go to Masquanities. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you walk in, like, you see this mic stand that we're yeah. talking into, right? And with, with the microphone, yeah. this is like one ketchup. They have like a ketchup of yeah. this size, which is what, like a solid foot and a half? It's, it's a bit obscene. So I don't know if it's, I could see for people who have large families, right? It would be a gold mine. <laughs> Which because is you like go in, a dwindling phenomenon. You get like 400 tampons, right. uh, pasta to feed an army, <laughs> right. and a TV, you know, if you had like, and I will tell you, Jody and I are executive members at this <laughs> place. And it I freaks, get it though. It freaks me out. It freaks me out. Cause you so walk So you don't in, go, Jody just goes? Um, I'll go occasionally, like if she needs help carrying something. Yeah, but you'll go in like apprehensively. At very apprehensively. Like last time we went, let me, let me, <laughs> you know, rhyme off what we got. Okay. We ended up getting this, this, you ever notice though there's this massive market for like fluffy blankets everywhere, everywhere you go. Actually, yes. Fluffy blankets. I got one for Christmas. It was the best thing I ever got. Yeah. So yeah. there was one there, fluffy blanket It was white and it's like, you know, that chenille type, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. This thing is the biggest fucking blanket I've ever seen, man. You could hang it like it's probably the same surface area as the ceiling of the room that we're in right, right now. Right. And it weighs about 40 pounds. Really? Like, yeah. And this thing was like, I don't know, five bucks? Fluffy hmm. blankets for $5 at Costco. Like you could get anything there, man, except uh, winter coats and shoes and like you actually can get and you know, I want to know something like their shit is good like you know that Kirkland stuff they sell yeah yeah it's fucking top shelf yeah it is top shelf it's really good stuff their meat is fantastic yeah and their undershirts and their undershirts Kirkland undershirts yeah, yeah. oh my god see there's something wrong with that man I don't know I don't know it's a weird it's a weird spot it's it's um yeah I don't know I, I haven't been to Costco in a long time but uh Costco you know. we love you sponsored this podcast <laughs> Salas and Marco. Salas and Marco, we love you. Sponsor the Japanese and Italian guy. Er. Italy, we love you. Um, so I watched a really good show today called. Uh, it was the history of hip hop on Netflix. It was yes. it was hosted by Shad, who I'm very sorry to say is probably the driest interviewer ever. Uh, uh, is he? He's not doing Q anymore. Right? No, and he wasn't good on Q. Who's doing it now? It's that other guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't really Power. listen to it. Uh, what's his name? Anyway, yeah, I know he, he, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't Max Power. Max Power. Max Power. No, I think his last name is Power. I can't, I can't remember what it is. I don't really listen to Q. I I listened to it when Gian was hosting it. Yeah. Um, Then he went all fucking Bill Cosby, and I was just like, "Ah, I got really disenchanted with the whole thing. And I just haven't really listened to the CBC really at all since. But um, I like Pita Chattapaya. Chattapaya. Not sure who that is. Pita Chattapaya. Anyway, she's not bad. 
Um, but anyway, I was watching the show and it was fucking great, man. This this history of hip hop. Okay. And I was watching it with my wife, and she's a big hip hop fan too. And it was man, it was talking some. Sarah's deep, a big hip hop fan. Huge. Like she's actually very uh, very knowledgeable in a lot of the music. Okay. Uh, a lot of the history too, which is interesting. Yeah. And um, but they were talking about like the New York scene in the late '80s, early '90s, like when Nas recorded Illmatic. Mm-hmm. Um. Fuck man, it, it, there's just it's it's such a crazy history, right? Yeah. Like of this genre of music that essentially developed over about 25 years and took over and became a absolute cultural institution in the United States and totally informed man the world like, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like I would I would go so far as to say that I think hip hop and rap music have are, is probably the biggest musical and cultural phenomenon in history. It very quickly, like it, it hugely informs a lot of the, a lot of the planet. Like I find, yeah, yeah, it's I it's, agree a, with it's, you. it's a big force. Yeah, it's uh, but it's funny because now it's turned into something totally else. different. Yeah, it's something else. It's, for it's sure. it really is different now. So yeah. like when we were watching this, it was talking a lot about the New York scene, like you know the Wu Tang Clan, Nas, uh, Leaders in a New School, uh, Tribe Called Quest, all that classic. Mm-hmm. New York stuff, right? That we all grew up listening to. Um, and then it evolved into like the West Coast shit, mm-hmm. you know, which we all grew up listening to too. And then it kind of culminated with like Biggie and Tupac. Mm-hmm. Then they died. And now Jay Z sits on the throne in New York City, right? Yep. He's kind of like the guy there. But then it talks about like how it branched out into like, you know, uh, Atlanta and then Houston, mm-hmm. where like UGK was mm-hmm. and like the Ghetto Boys and stuff like that. Yep. And and yeah, it's fucking crazy. And like and like it just kind of spread everywhere and, and, and there were different flavors of it. And then like post the Facebook era, it's kind of turned into like now there's no rhyming with it anymore. And like it's funny because a lot of these guys are like really dismissive of like rap these days. Mm-hmm. Like we were driving around and when this little pump song came on. Have you ever heard of Lil Pump? No. Lil Pump is ridiculous. He doesn't <laughs> Yeah, it's like he's this guy that kind of looks like Takashi Six Nine. Like they've got multicolored hair, weird grills. Yeah. They're Rhyming about the weirdest shit. I, I, I like. There's no substance to it anymore. Yeah. I mean, personal opinion, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, it's like, and a lot of these guys who fa- like founded the the genre are kind of like, who the fuck are these dudes? Like, running around like fucking drinking, like just partying. It's just mm-hmm. party music now. It's like, yeah. and it's just weird to see how it's kind of gone that in that way. You know, like it's uh, so. I highly recommend it. It's called The History of Hip Hop. Very very good on Netflix. So I have a, a story to ask you if you read sure. about this. Did you read about <laughs> Action Bronson in Ottawa? Yeah, he's, play, he's performing at Algonquin Commons Theater. Yeah, no, it no. happened. Oh, it, it happened, happened already. It okay, happened, and, okay. and he got, like, blinded. Blinded? What do <laughs> you mean? Look it up right now. What? He had, like, an issue with one of the lights. He's like, I was blinded by this shit. Like, uh, there was, like, a strobe or something, and it, <laughs> it like, fucked up his vision. Really? <laughs> yeah, so that was the only oh, takeaway. From Action it. Bronson in Ottawa. <laughs> then he had a negative uh, really? vision experience. Yes, yes. Action was... Bronson in Ottawa. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe this. That's yeah. what he said? Yeah, he's like... The... Blinded by light during performance leaves... He left the show? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, read it. He, I forget the quote, man. He was oh, like, my God. I, I gotta... couldn't see. Okay, here, listen to this, yeah. okay? 
So this is a TMZ. Oh my god! Yeah. Action Bron Action Bronson blinded by the strobe light cut show short for treatment. And then there's like a fucking video here. Yeah, Wait, I got. I got. We got to hear this. It's kind of. It's kind of. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Can you hear this? Hold it right up. Yeah, you got like strobed or something. <laughs> oh my god, what, what's going on here? Man, he, he's yeah. like walking off the stage. Yeah. What? Yeah. So, oh yeah, my God! Yeah, so he, did he cut the show short? Yeah, and then, but he 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 was fine the next day. Show got know. okay. Okay, wait. So, uh, okay, he was blasted in the face by the bright flashing lights. <laughs> yeah, I was blinded and disoriented from the, that blast of the strobe light last night. That's why I was unable to finish in Ottawa. I'm feeling better now, thank you. Those things need to never be near me again. It was almost really bad. Be careful on his Twitter feed. Um, oh my God! Yeah. So were people pissed off? Yeah, I think people were a little bit pissed off. Man, I get Man, it. Man, that's, the, he, that's he, the second time he pulled some shit in Ottawa because he got yeah. booted off the stage of Blues Fest a few yeah, years back. Yeah. What were we going to say? Sorry? No, no, no. But, like, you know what? I, I can totally understand that, man. If you couldn't see shit, like, as if you can keep going, you know, well, doing yeah. your thing. But, I mean... Yeah, I mean, what are you going to fucking do? I mean, what, was the, what are some funny stories of people leaving the stage? Remember um, Kings of Leon? There was a story about Kings of Leon that, like... They're like, sorry, guys, we can't finish the show. And it turned out what, what happened was there was like a fucking zillion pigeons up above them in the rafters. Just shitting, shitting on, on them constantly? Just shitting all over them, all over the instruments, like to the point where they were like slipping and sliding all over the stage. Oh, gross. <laughs> are you serious? People when did, that, when that. did that happen? Uh, I don't know. It was like, when were they big? It would have been like, what, over 10 years ago or something. They were good, they're a good band. I saw, the, I saw them at the Gorge and... Fucking Washington State. It was really epic. He's got a cool voice. And I also yeah, find... Really tight band, though. Yeah, I also find uh, he reminds me a lot of someone that we both know. Who? Chris McIntyre, the lead singer. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, he yeah. totally looks like him. He, he does look like Chris McIntyre. Slash Joseph Fiennes, slash... <laughs> Shakespeare in Love, all these, yeah. Um. So what did you do this weekend? I uh, went for dinner at Fired my... Farted around? Well, I... I had a plan to do a whole bunch of stuff. Like I moved the yeah. treadmill. This is such like forty year old discussion. This is this is like really... I moved a treadmill out of the master bedroom into the uh, other room so that we can. <laughs> I transitioned a treadmill yes. from one room to the next in the house that I own and pay mortgage on. Yes. The the torque on the treadmill is phenomenal. But anyway, <laughs> so, yeah. So we did that, and uh, so that we can prepare to paint more. I'm gonna I'm right. getting into painting the home. This room is really nice. I yes. know you painted it. Yes. I painted it. Did yes. you do all the trim on the ceiling? Uh, yes, I did. How did you do that? Very very uh, steady hand. Steady hand. Uh, previous experience with paint brushes via art. Really? And wow. uh, yeah, great. so I'm going to uh, get started on the Chinese democracy as soon as possible. We're <laughs> recording uh, your Chinese democracy. Yeah. Yes, fair enough. And uh, yeah, so that's about it, man. I played video games. Uh, you didn't celebrate Easter in any capacity? Yeah, yeah, I went and had dinner tonight. At but it's funny because you're not religious in the least. I mean, I'm, I mean, neither am I, but like. I'm not religious in the least, but uh, it is. 
you know, like family gatherings. Like I'm going to go see my mom tomorrow. Right. I'll probably swing by. So wait, like where that. did you go today? To your wife's family? Yeah. Right. So we ate a lot. Um, I had some alcohol. You had some alcohol? Yeah, I had some alcohol. And uh, Is he a fucking alcoholic? Yeah, man. That's rough. Fuck you. Um, and other than that, like tomorrow, we're probably just going to see if we can go take some photos, uh, do some shit around town, you know? That sounds really ominous. What do you mean? We mean gonna go take some photos? Like what? Some fucking blue Jody mark? and I like going around town. And oh, and taking, taking photos. photos, not it's, of each other, no, but no, of no. scenes. Yeah, of scenes, landscapes, right. uh, objects. We like going to do that. We've taken right. a bunch of photographs that we're going to be hanging soon. So photograph. I don't need it. Oh shit! Speaking of which, but uh, well. I watched The Dirt, the Motley Crue movie on Netflix. So is this going to be the next BVS? Because you've talked about it on the past. No, it was really podcasts. good though. Okay. Yeah, no, it so was really good. I should watch it. Oh yeah, it was. Pr- it was like surprisingly great. Even if I wasn't like a large Motley Crue fan, mm-hmm. would, would I still appreciate this movie? Yeah, it's well acted. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best part is that the guy who plays Ramsay Bolton in the Game of Thrones, yep. uh, plays Mick Mars. I don't know. Uh, no, it was really good, man. Yeah. They were all excellent. Even Machine Gun Kelly, you know the rapper? He plays Tommy Lee. Really? And uh, Pete Davidson from SNL. Actually, Machine like, Gun Kelly, that totally, I could totally see that. Oh, like, dude, he is like fucking bang on. Like, yeah. He deserves an Emmy for that okay. shit. Okay. And then uh, Pete Davidson from SNL is Tom Zutout, the famous A&R guy. Oh, my God. And uh, it's funny because I was a big Motley Crue fan, and I read, uh, I read the book, The Dirt. Okay. And, um, like, these guys were crazy, man. Like, there was everybody, like, there was all the party bands, the glam rock bands, like, drinking and fucking their way through whatever. Yeah. No, Motley Crue, like, brought it up 10 chevrons. They were like, fuck this. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't even know how those guys haven't died. Okay. And then I was, like, reading about this, this, like, the glam rock scene and how, like, all these fucking rock stars are always trying to out, like, out alcoholize each other and out drug each other and, like, so like, it was so, an actual competition to see who... There the, was, yeah. And yeah. This, this all started, okay, this all started effectively with Led Zeppelin. Okay. So uh, John Bonham and Robert Plant and Jimmy Page um, and John Paul Jones, these guys were, like, known to party and do fucked up shit, like drink and do drugs and sleep with all these groupies and just crazy debaucherous Roman vomitorium shit, Okay. okay. And they really informed a lot of the, some of the bands or a lot of the bands in the 70s who were doing this stuff too, mm-hmm. which then eventually morphed into the, the excess of the 80s. Yeah. So like all the rats and the white snakes and the fucking poisons and, you know, but, you know, Aerosmith was a big part of this, mm-hmm. specifically Steven Tyler and Joe Perry, the yeah. toxic twins. Yeah. So I was reading this thing about how like Steven Tyler and Joe Perry like bought a mansion, drove their Ferraris into it and had Uzis and just shot the fuck out of the house. Like... This is the kind of shit these guys would do. Like they they would like just destroy things, right? And Motley Crue were notorious for this, and they cover a lot of this in the movie. Like they would go into hotel rooms, and Ozzy Osbourne was another one, by the way. He was like totally insane. But Motley Crue would go into hotel rooms, and they would just trash the place, set it on fire, set fires, like set the bed on fire, like piss everywhere, set that, set everything on fire, like trash, throw TVs out of windows, like just because they could. Yeah, and, and like they toured with Ozzy Osbourne for I think it was the Blizzard of Oz tour. Mm-hmm. And like Ozzy Osbourne was a crazy fucking maniacal drug addict, like drug addict and alcoholic. 
I don't even know how he didn't die. He pissed on the Alamo. Remember, he pissed on the Alamo. Yeah, That's yeah. why he went to jail. Like these guys were just nuts. Like they were they were dangerous. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, this culminates with Vince Neil getting into a fucking car accident with this guy Razzle, who was the drummer for a band called Hanoi Rocks. Mm-hmm. And Razzle died. Like Vince Neil almost died too. Like they they were like drinking and f- it was excessive lifestyle. Nikki Six got addicted to heroin, died. Mm-hmm. He died for like three and a half minutes. They had to revive his ass. Tommy Tommy Lee was like I think the healthiest out of all of them, and Mick Mars had like this like spina bifida or something like that. He had this like fused spinal thing. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. These guys were like like getting all fucked up, or they had health issues does or whatever. That, does that appeal to you at all? That lifestyle? Uh, no. Did it ever appeal to you? It has never appealed to me. And yeah. let me tell you, I've done some partying, nothing mm-hmm. too excessive. Yes. But I remember there was always a threshold where mm-hmm. it was like. There was always that, like, for me, I don't really drink a lot, and I never really drank a lot. Like, yeah. I've, I've... I can, I can, I'm a witness to this. Yeah, like, I'm not a big drinker. Yes. and But when I have drunk excessively, I'm very, like, it hasn't taken a lot to get me very excessively drunk. Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking, like, if I had, like, seven beers, I'd be fucking slammed. Yeah. You know, that's only happened to me, like, two or three times. Mm-hmm. But what happens is I get really sick. Like, I vomit. I feel awful. And then that turns me off of alcohol altogether. Yeah. Right? So... The few times that that's happened, I just, I, I remember thinking to myself, like, I'd never be able to do this. Like, no. Like, no. it's so fucked up that, like, there's no fun in that for me, yeah. right? But these guys would get, like, so fucked up and then take it 10 steps further. Like, they would get alcohol poisoning, like, regularly. They were, like, ill from alcohol overconsumption and then coupled with, like, smoking fucking cigarettes and, like, just, like, you know, drugs and like heroin. How are, how are they still alive? Yeah, I don't even know how they're still alive. Yeah. You know, like, it, it was crazy. So, yeah. so anyway, that was Molly Crew. You know, like, Molly Crew was just, like, excessively insane. And this all culminated with Vince Neil accidentally ki- killing the guy in, in Hanoi Rocks, uh, being arrested, tried. He, I think he avoided jail time. Nikki Six finally getting clean after having died, like, and hitting Brock Bottom. And then these guys, like, super cleaned up for when they did Dr. Feelgood. Yeah. Um and then yeah, then they play together for another 20 years, right? But oh, so this was before Dr. Feelgood. This was like theater of pain. Uh yeah, it looks to kill like uh, too fast for love, like all that shit. Like, you know, okay. Okay. yeah, like this is when they just started out. Like they were nuts, man. Like crazy. But so was Aerosmith. So was like, oh dude, like these guys just were I guess, nuts. I guess if you have unlimited resources and like people egging you on and all this stuff there like, there's a scene if you're okay a, yeah. i'm gonna try to call it up here because it's actually very pertinent to this discussion so there's a there's a movie by penelope spheris okay that's called the decline of the oh shit let me see if i can find it the decline of western civilization yeah okay and there's a guy there was a band called wasp mm-hmm. okay and there was the guitar player in Wasp was uh, a guy named uh, Chris Holmes, mm-hmm. who was like well known. Okay, I'm gonna just call it up here so you can hear the 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 like the interview. So he's with his mother and uh, he's in a pool, and just listen to this. So the movie's called The Decline of Western Civilization Part Two: The Metal Years. Okay, and this guy was just fu- his mom's on the poolside, and this guy just downs. A huge thing of vodka. It's. Come on, have a drink. Chris, do you yes, drink ma'am. very much? Pardon? Do you drink very much? Uh, yes, I do. I'm a full-blown alcoholic. <laughs> Just when he's awake. Just when he's awake. I, I drink too much. Here. Okay. Why do you drink that much? Uh, cause I enjoy it. 
Do you think a rock and roll lifestyle turned you into an alcoholic? Yes, it does. <laughs> How much of that do you drink a day? About five pints. A vodka? Five yeah. pints of vodka. Five quarts, pints, who cares? Five yeah, quarts? I'm a, I'm a happy camper. <laughs> How if old is this dude? He's like one 27 year, here? Uh, it'll take four years off your life. Why do you get so loaded, though? Well, because it's the only thing that, that lets me get free. Yeah. You think you might be covering up some pain? Uh, yeah. And dude, do you, do you like this label? He's got a full bottle of Smirnoff here. Let's not avoid the issue. Where would that be from? Uh, this. Okay, here. Watch. Do you wish? He just drinks this whole bottle Chris? of vodka. Look at this. Do you wish that you were um, a bigger star than you are right now? Do I wish what? That you were a bigger star than you are. Um, not really. I wish I was a smaller star. I don't, I don't dig being... Oh, man. He, he's just like... His mother's watching him... That's really get sad. ...get so fucked. And, like, it's it's crazy. And this was, like, definitive of of that period, of, like, the 80s excess glam metal shit. Yeah, that's scary. And, yeah, dude, it it's, like, kind of fucking sad a little bit because these guys are, like... They're getting so, like, blotto, and then they got to perform, right? So, like, I remember yeah, I reading... Could never, I could never do that, man. Oh, yeah. I remember reading this thing about Slash drinking, mm-hmm. like... Like something like a gallon of vodka a day for five years. How could you get on stage and like? I don't play? know. I, I have no idea. Like, I just get tired. Man. Vodka is like straight booze. It's like yeah. straight alcohol. It's like yeah. what you dab your arm with before you put a syringe into it. Like it's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. It's also tastes gross. Like I don't even know how you would drink all that shit. So I know that you hate this band, but uh, there's a band called The National. And they have. I hate them. I know you hate them. There's nothing good about them. But you should watch this movie. It's called Mistaken for Strangers. And it's about. (laughs) It starts out as a uh, movie about the national. Like he, he hires his brother. Right. Oh, I, I've, I've heard about this. Yes. It's 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 pretty funny, man. Is because it? his brother's a me- he hates them. He hates the national. And so he why is up, he working for them? Well, because you you kind of get the feeling that the rock the rock star brother uh, feels bad for him because okay. he hasn't. He still lives with his parents. Right. He lives in the basement. He's not doing anything with his life, and he's like, I want to make a film <laughs> about you guys. Okay. So then the movie ends up becoming like. About him trying to finish this movie, and and he gets fired from the tour because he's a metal guy and he thinks going on tour is going to be like fuck yeah, you know. But it's the Nationals, so they're like uh, they're in bed by eight. Yeah, they're like um, it's uh, you're you're being slightly rude and uh, <laughs> it's not like that anymore. It's like fucking let's go streaking you know and they're so they fire him what's this movie called uh mistaken for strangers so like you oh should God. watch it man it's it's kind of entertaining i How know does you it, hate I, the band i i i just i don't know what's so appealing about them uh i think i think number one um <laughs> I, I don't know man. i'm gonna get shit on for this i know it why are you gonna get shit on i don't for know it? Every, every time i say i don't really like the national people kind of shit on me they're like what are you stupid it's like ah, i'm sorry i just don't know what's like you know, I don't know. I think it's just are like, they kind of uh, like Radiohead, like I guess, and their appeal. Like, I don't think so. But people would call them the funniest term is when people call it dad rock. <laughs> is it dad rock? Uh, kind of. Yeah, it's kind of dad. So rock. So what do they talk about? 
I don't know, just about like American uh, situations and stories. Like it's, I don't know. This, hmm. you, you, I, have you given it a solid chance? I try. You know what? I, I was on. A, I was on a flight to Vancouver once, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna listen to this national record while I work." Right? Which one was it? Do you I know? don't remember, but it okay. was. I just remember like. I was like, uh, I don't know, like four minutes into the flight, I was like, ah, fuck this, and I just like took off my headphones. Like, you listen to one song? No, and you're like, fuck I, I was just like, I can't, there's, no, I don't like it. I, I, there's, you know, is it because of the guy's voice? He has a very no. For those it's, of just, you, it's just like it's just kind of boring. Okay, yeah, there, I can see how you could you would. It's not hooky. Boring. There's not a lot of hooks in their no, music. No, no, there isn't. But it's uh, and it's just kind of. I find it very kind of boring. Like I like I like the dude's uh, lyrics. I find them funny. Like he's got like kind of a. a a funny sort of hmm. uh, take on on in all of his songs. Like there's a bit of humor in it, right? But I could see how his like low, you know, his his singing style would not appeal to everybody. You know, I, I you know one of the things that I really like in music is when there's like great melodies, yeah. hooks, yeah, big choruses, things that like make you like. There's none of that going on. No, to, the national is a complete yeah. absence of all there's those no, things. There's no, there's no choruses anymore. There's no big hooks anymore. It's no. more like droning and in popular music, it seems like. Yeah. Like you, even yeah. I, I was never a huge Radiohead fan. Yeah. But I developed an affinity for the band like later in life. And yes. one of the things that, like I remember, I, I remember we were at a party at someone's house in like the late 90s and they were like, you know what the new Radiohead record is? It's, it's fucking like an okay computer. And I was like, what's the big deal about this band? But when I listen to that album, the Benz is one of my favorite records. Yeah, OK Computer is full of hooks, and and like so, the songs are gorgeous. Like, yeah. like Karma Police is a like masterfully crafted song. Yeah, well produced. So I developed this like later in life appreciation. But one of the, the big things about Radiohead is that they have hooks. They've got, even though a lot of the music is very abstract. Yes, um, it's good choruses and like you know like it's conventionally conventionally set up you know I think well I th it is conventionally set up but I think that they allow like there's there are three people who can play guitar so that's mm -hmm. kind of like a lot of the layering that happens yeah. and just yeah different layering um yeah so it, they kind of I find that they've kind of had a huge influence on music in, in over the past who, like, Radiohead yeah yeah. Massive, massive I would say. influence on on music. Mm -hmm. um, probably more than people give them credit for. I mean, I know a lot of people like worship them and everything. I wouldn't say I'm that far of a fan of them, but I I probably yeah, like I own mm. all their records. Mm. I I know all the words to all their songs. I probably know how to play a lot of their songs. Like, but mm. but I will admit, and I'll give this. It, Sometimes the music does insist upon itself a little. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. 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 You know, one of the, one of the things I've been doing recently is watching a lot of drumming videos. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was talking about this uh, with my bandmates mm -hmm. that I rehearsed with on Thursdays. I was like, "Do you guys know who's a great drummer?" And they're like, "Who?" And I was like, "Jay Weinberg, Max Weinberg's son." Is he? Is, is he like an amazing drummer? Incredible. Well, he's also the new drummer. Well, not the new anymore, but three and a half years ago, he joined Slipknot. He's Slipknot's new drummer. He, re he replaced Jordy Jordison, who was a really great drummer. I like I like Slipknot. I don't yeah. like all their music, but I have a respect for Slipknot. And Jay Weinberg just kills it. This guy's like really incredible to watch. Ray Luzier, who's but like, isn't, like Max Weinberg is freaking phenomenal too. Great drummer, he? but very but like he's he's in the E Street band. They're doing completely different kinds of music. Yeah. Um, another guy is Ray Luzier, who plays in Corn. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
incredible. These guys are fucking amazing. Like, and even Tommy Lee, like going back to the whole Motley Crue thing, Tommy Lee's a great drummer. So really good. Who, like, who is your favorite? Who would you say your favorite my is? My favorite drummer? Yeah. I would say my favorite drummer is Josh Freese. Josh Freese is like the well-known, he's well-known as like the studio guy who's played yeah. on like a lot of records. Yeah. He was briefly part of Guns N' Roses. He was in A Perfect Circle as a full-time member. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played. He's played with the Vandals. He plays with Weezer right now. Uh, he's, so he's like... He's a really good gun for hire. Okay. So I like him. Um, I, I like I like fucking Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl's a really good drummer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, uh, it depends on who you talk. I, I like Eric Kretz from Stone Temple Pilots. I think he's a really, really good drummer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I could, I could. There's a bunch of them I have to think about. You know, but there's not like one. One, uh, not really. I mean, like it's it's you know that's like saying who's your favorite guitar player. I don't know, man. I, I know it's hard to say. It's hard to def- it's hard to go. This is my number one because I have an appreciation across multiple different players for different things that they do. Right. I so think we- the guy that, like the with me, it's more the guys that scare the shit out of me. Like, how are you even doing this uh, on that instrument? You know, like. Mm-hmm. Like SRV, man. That, like, the, I, I watched this great, video. Great, great player. Day. Yeah. It's not even. Ju- it's it's past the playing too. It's like the the tone of his guitar. Like everything about it's great. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, Stevie Ray, baby. But then, like you know, you know, I like classical guitar and nylon yes. strings, and, and yes. there's a bunch of people that that I love listening to in that regard. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I couldn't name anybody. It's it's hard, right? Like it's like it's hard to nail it down to like one, well, one person you might like. It's interesting you brought that up because I was listening to just like I was, uh, you know, I didn't want to fuck around on on uh, Spotify or mm. Prime Music at all today, so I just put the radio on. And is it fair? Like I know all older generations say this about the newer generations' music, mm. but there's not much going on, eh? Uh, like in music now? Well, I find like, obviously in the, in like, I'm sure there's a lot of indie music out there that's killing it that I haven't heard, you know, flame me all you want, but right on the radio, man, not much is going on in Ottawa. That's all I can say about Ottawa because there are like, you put it on Shea. It's the same songs every time. Shea's 106. Smells like Teen Spirit. Right. Highway to Hell. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know some Led Zeppelin tune, right? Right. Then you go to what is called country today, and it's like, I don't even know what's happening there, right. man. It's uh, hip-hop's invaded country even now, yeah. you know? It's like the Agent Smith of music. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you are becoming popular? Then I will assimilate you, you know? Yeah, it's kind of weird. I, but you know the problem is, too, is that like we've capped off now. Like I don't know about you, but like I'm not really looking for a lot of new music the way that I was before. I am though. I, I don't know, man. You're not. You're not looking for. I music listen to at all? a lot. I'm listening to a lot of the classic shit. Really? Eh? Yeah. If anything, I'm actually going back and listening to stuff from like the '60s and the '70s now. Like what? Um, like there's a band called Big Star I'm really into right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Brian Jonestown Massacre. A lot of mod stuff. Like, I don't know. It's like Spotify. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stump Spotify. Yeah. And it's hard. You it's know, difficult, yeah. Very difficult, you know. I've been listening to a lot of Bob Seger lately. He was great. He was great, man. Wind. Against the wind. Yeah, Bob Seger was great. Um, yeah. So like, 
Listen, I gotta change. I just gotta change gears here for a second because what? we're five days away from Endgame. I know. Endgame's opening on Thursday night. Yeah. And also, for the record, I watched Hellboy last night. It's awful. It's terrible. It's uh, yeah, really. Bad. That makes me sad because I don't I, know why they remade that movie. No. And if they did, then they should have just done three with Braun Perlman. No, but like there was no reason to remake that. I thought the f- first two Hellboys. That's what I mean. They should have just made another like another standalone. But I don't story think that there was enough of an interest in this in the in the comic. I yeah. don't know. Like it's weird. It's like, weird. And David Harbour is a good actor, and he's like Tie Dad. He he's what Tie Dad. Tie Dad. You never saw those? No. Where it's a, anyway, everything's a Tide commercial. Oh, Tide Dad. Yeah. No, Tide Ad. Oh, Tide Ad. You got you haven't seen these? No. Okay, is he in a Tide Ad? It's it's basically yeah. I'll show it to you after. Okay. Man. Yeah, I don't know. It was not good. And it's got 12% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's really kind of like, fuck, man. Like, why? That's shit. Okay. Yeah. So, but I heard Shazam is very good. I've, yeah, people like it. Um, but what is your uh, take on Endgame? What are the Well, ways- first of all, it's three hours long. I'm just super stoked about it. Okay. So, Thursday night, you're going to be there. No. <laughs> Friday not. night, you're going to. No, I tried to look at tickets. Everything's completely sold out. I'm going to try to make it on Sunday night or something like that. I'll figure it out. But I think this movie is going to be the biggest movie in history. Really? I, it's on track for that. To be the biggest movie the biggest in history. biggest movie in history. Like, literally. I'm not joking you when I say that. Uh, I, like, I'm almost burnt out with these superhero movies, man. Well, I mean, Endgame's yeah. a different story, but like... After this, uh, I don't know. I think this is what my prediction is. Yeah. I don't know if the next Marvel phase is mm-hmm. going to be um, as popular as the first one. I think when they, well, yeah. I don't think, I, I don't know if Thor is going to be around after this. I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is going to reprise the role. Cap. And I think Cap's done. Mm-hmm. So I think this new, I don't know, maybe I could be wrong, but I, I just think that it's the, the interest is waning here a little bit. They got to, they got to, yeah, they got to rejig something. Well, what I mean, what are the big stories, right? That's I could that's, be wrong, you know. I could be wrong. Yeah. Like, like they have done a really good job of continuing this over what is it? Wherever it's been, twenty four films. Yeah, twenty films, ten years, twenty films. Yeah, you know. So like, but I don't know. Like, I saw Captain Marvel. Like I was saying, I was just I didn't Man. think it was great. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I'll watch that. Like Guardians that. of the Galaxy was really great. I thought that was a good movie. Yeah, it was. Uh, like I like two more than one. I think two was actually better than one. Yeah. Like, and it was it, a good movie. Yeah, like the the I, I like that sort of comedy. I don't know. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, no, that's it's a good movie, and um, and they brought James James Gunn back for it. So yeah, yeah. So I think we should uh, end it pretty soon. But yeah. I want to do a quick experiment here. Remember last week I was like, let's be joyous, but still tackle some of the uh, the tough things, tough issues. So what do you think, the Mueller report? What? Oh man! Don't even get really. What do you think, man? Do you think that there was obstruction, or do you think this is just like they? I just can't let answer it go? this because I actually haven't read the Mueller report. Okay. Can you read it? Yeah, you can read it. It's online. Um, it's online. I think that it obviously said there was no no evidence of obstruction. Yeah. For the first half, I think he's kind of doing his job based on what I've understood. Yeah. It sounds like though he he's kind of like do with this as you will. <laughs> Yeah. For the second half of the report saying, like, there wasn't sufficient evidence to prove obstruction. Yeah. But it almost, the way I understood it, it almost sounds like he believes that there was and somebody else should take up the mantle Yeah. to determine whether there was. But I, I got to be honest with you. I do you also, think, but I also, yeah. I'm bringing this up because I think, do you think that uh, there is any gain, 
like now that this is done yeah. and the report's out, yeah. do you think that uh, it is detrimental to the American political front to continue this? Or because if the, you if they make this, I think it's been proven that Trump supporters don't care about this stuff. They don't. They they won't care. I think we're in a weird time right yes. now. I think fucking Ukraine just elected a comedian. Yeah, I saw that. Did you see that? I saw that. So I think that like, it's weird. I I don't really have a commentary. Man, it's weird. I, it's it's very weird. We're in a weird period right now that I think, in my personal opinion, has been brought on by an abundance of very uh, well-intended, well-intentioned ideas and beliefs and, 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 and positions on things and Mm -hmm. kind of like that, like just proved not to be very popular, you know? Okay. So I think that's why Trump is the president. I think Trump is the president. I I think because he came off as very authentic and people knew what they were getting and they don't give a shit. Like I I think that's, that's what I'm saying. So my question to you is, Mm. Do you think that it the the American people would be better served having this play out? Mm-hmm. You know, because the the Democrats are all over this and they're going to be over all over mm-hmm. it for like who knows probably until like mm-hmm. the election. Obviously, mm-hmm. they'll try to keep this going. Or do you think it should be you know nothing's come of it? Um, let's just move on. And oh, I know I- that I know that won't happen. I'm but. I'm legitimately worried because yeah Trump is for for every okay first of all Trump has an indefensible character he's an asshole mm-hmm. okay but he was an asshole before he was president and yeah. that's I think that's why people I'm not I, I'm convinced that that's why people voted for him because he they had a bad candidate on the Democrat side mm-hmm. and Trump was kind of like yeah fuck it this is who I am mm-hmm. you know like I think authenticity goes a long way mm-hmm. and I think he's governed a lot more conservatively than I thought. I thought probably most people thought he ever would. And um, there are certain things that he does that I kind of, I can appreciate for sure. Okay, like what? Well, I think that he let the military off the chain and the American military off the chain. And he was like not very diplomatic about like defeating ISIS in the Middle East. He was just like, fuck it, let's just kill all these guys. So So he did that. Uh, He, I think he has a lot of... um, I agreed with a lot of the tax policies that he enacted. Okay. Um, I think those those are good for the economy. They've proven to be good for the economy, the American economy, because the American economy is on fire right now. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, but then you know, a lot of that stuff's negated by like the things he says. This war with John McCain, like the guy's dead. Like even, you know, he's a very petty man. Yeah. You know, but I think that uh, is he a leader? Do you think he's a leader? no? He's not a leader. No, he's not a good leader because a good leader wouldn't polarize people to this degree. They'd have yeah. the ability to be able to 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 collectively unify people. And yeah. I think what he's done is he's informed on the other side of the aisle mm-hmm. what has been a uh very uh crazy set of ideals coming up there too. Like I don't know if you've read the Green New Deal that Alexandria Ocasio Cortez put together, but it's absolutely insane. Isn't it like no airplanes? We're not going to have airplanes. We're going to eliminate all cars. Cow farts are responsible. Like, you know, she's putting 12 years. Planet has 12 years left is what she's saying. To do what? Before before it explodes like Krypton. Like, that's essentially, not essentially, that's actually what she's saying is that we have 12 years left before the world is over. 
but like over in that with it, none of this will be reversible and it'll just be no, like mass deaths, blah, 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 blah. There's no evidence that that's going to happen. I don't think the plan's going to end in 12 years. Okay. Um, I just find that there's all these Democrats coming out of the woodwork that are totally nuts. Like they're, they're crazy. Like so, how much, their ideas make no sense. Like I, I haven't read it. Like I don't know what the points are of it. But right. what is the cost associated with this? Ninety-three trillion dollars. <laughs> For real? Yeah, I'm not joking. She wants to replace every replace or refurbish every single building in the United States. She wants to have zero emissions in the in by 2030. Um, she wants to ditch airplanes. She wants to ditch most cars, if not all cars. She wants to essentially completely revamp the United States's economy based on this plan to become like a green economy, which is going to cost $93 trillion. And she called this the green new deal. Yeah. She wants to, she, she, one of the big things is she wants to ditch airplanes. She thinks airplanes are, are, are bad. So what would replace them? I don't know. She doesn't elaborate. Hyperloop? Whatever the fuck. Either way, the 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 biggest crazy thing in the fucking report was replace every single re- replace or refurbish every single building in the United States by twenty thirty. The whole thing was costed out by some senior, like some good economists, mm-hmm. um, objectively, and they they pegged it at almost a hundred trillion dollars. Like it's we're not even it's not even it's not even comprehensible. It's stupid, you know. And a lot of these other Democrats are like advocating for things like abolishing the insurance industry. You know, with uh, universal health care and stuff like that. I, I I just don't think that these guys understand fundamentally how... Abol- Wait a second. Yeah. Abolishing the insurance industry? The healthcare insurance oh, industry. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, like, mo- like uh, they don't deal in, in truth. They don't deal in basic truths and in, in reality. They deal in idealistic scenarios, right? Like, I think Bernie Sanders is like is a bit of a delusional person because it's 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 very nice to say universal healthcare, right? Yeah. But you're replacing a an industry, an entire industry, the healthcare insurance industry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like really like how, okay, so and and how are you going to do that? Like, you know, like and they don't but, they don't ever cost anything out. It's like it's like very vague. But has he said how he would do that? Not really. He, he other than like he, they all say the same thing, which is like increase taxes on the rich. But the the administrative transition, like the transition from like a uh, healthcare industry, mm-hmm. where like ninety two percent of Americans have healthcare paid for by their employer, to universal health, like I don't know, I don't know what they're fucking talking about, you know, like anyway, I don't want to get into it, but it's just like it's weird what's going on there right now, you know. I think just generally things are weird. Things are weird. The like, thing it, that when I saw that today about the comedian in Ukraine, I was like, what? Yeah, I, I think people. I think. He has no political experience. It's so fucked up. People are, they have more access to, to, to information than ever before, and they're stupider than they have ever been. But why would you, why would you vote for someone who has no experience I don't leading? Know. I have no idea. I, I want my politicians to have passed laws. That's what I want. I want, like, I, I want experience. That's what I want. Ex- like, yeah. Expe- yeah, maybe. Okay, here it is. Experience in leadership. Yes. Right. Yes. Um. Yeah. Like these should be. These should all be important things. Yeah, man. and they're not. Like it's weird. It is weird. It's concerning too. It's like I, none of this makes any sense, and it's you know it's kind of just bizarre, man. I, I don't really know what to make of it. 
I, I guess that you know, there's this whole feel. I, I I think about this quite a bit. Yeah. You know, when I'm reading all these stories and being aware of the fact that all these media outlets now are looking to get clicks. Yeah. And looking for the most fantastical right. things to post so that people will click their stories, so they add ad revenue, blah yep. blah 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 yep. blah. Yep. So I'm wondering whether how much of that is shaping the way that we think the world is. In that, is is there really this huge outcry for change, or is this the media saying like? because the the squeaky wheel gets the grease or whatever, is it that we're only hearing from the most extreme people, like the loudest, most extreme people, and that's what's getting reported most of the time. Yeah. When really, you know, I hope um, most people are more to the center of things. I hope that. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But I don't know either, because it seems like everyone that I talk to is seems a little more center than than right. what we've been led to believe. Like, right. oh, there's this massive polarization. But is there in Canada? Let's I don't, talk about Canada. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Generally, the people I talk to... My mind hurts when I think about it. Yeah, like generally the people that, that I talk to, and mind you, I, you know me, I'm, I'm pretty introverted. Like right. I don't talk to very many people. Right. But generally the people that I talk to aren't, uh, you know, ma- maniacal racists and they're not... Uh, super out there hippies. They're mm. not this or that. They're just mm. people that go to work mm. and want to take care of their families mm-hmm. and want to hang out with their friends. Yep. Want to be able to go and have fun once in a while. Yes, I believe that. So, I, like, I, I think we should look into this, man. We should look into whether or not reality is is what the news says it is. I am having a hard time I'm keeping, ha- keeping up with my life, let alone... Either oh, that or I'm just not going to go online anymore. I, I'm trying to stave off from news, man. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to enjoy things and like fucking, you know. Oh, God. I, I, this is painful to talk about. I don't yeah. Know. See, the, so this is what would start happening every time we talk about Trump or <sighs> politics. God, yeah. Or I'm just, I talk about it so much. It's just like, uh, I want to break Do you down. really? Do you yeah. have like these conversations? I have a, co- a lot of conversations with my wife and like my family and stuff. It's just like, ah. What does she say? What is Sarah? Sarah, we're pretty, we're pretty different politically, but but if you're listening to this, Sarah, what do you think about the world? Do you think that we (laughs) are really as polarized as we're being told in the media, or do you think that uh, there's a majority of people, uh, let's just say in Canada, who are really more centrist than anything, and uh, you know don't subscribe to a lot of the ideologies from both the extreme right and extreme left currently. I okay, you think, you, are you asking Sarah? I'm asking Sarah, yes. She's not here, but I, I know I, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure I know how she'd probably answer. Oh really? She'd probably agree, but I, I mean you should ask her directly. Yeah, I know. But I'm just putting it out there because she said she listens to it and she likes arguing. I will I will make mention of this when I see her Tonight and tomorrow morning. And she says she likes arguing with me, so I'm. I like a- asking her questions. So that ask her question. Well, you just asked yeah. her question via the podcast. Podcast. Yeah. So now she's gonna. What the answer. fuck is reality? Like what? I'm. I'm. My noodle is getting baked right now. What do you mean? No, it's just like this is mind bending conversation. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> I can't handle this, man. Avengers, it's too late at night. I know Avengers. Okay. No, why don't we just call it quits? Okay, then, let's man. call it a night. Let's. Okay. Uh, we'll let's resume do, this discussion next week. That or let's pinky swear to not talk about this shit. <laughs> 
No, I'm I don't mind talking. I don't mind talking about it. No. I, it's just like I, it's too I just, late. It's too late, and I it's just Easter. Fucking, it's, it's Easter. What if I put that angelic singing back on? Right, do now? it right now. Let's let's go out with that. We can go out with that. I'll hear. I'll even put one on. Uh, it might crash the thing, but it's yeah. okay. Oh, do here it. we go. Here we go. It's beautiful. I don't hear it. Okay, it's this is amazing. Yes, it's so gorgeous. This is better. This is this is very Eastery. Yes, yes. It's very okay, Eastery. I love it. Thank you, Todd. No, thank you, Chris. Um. All right. Well, listen. I will see you next Sunday. Yeah. And everybody have a great Easter week. Easter week. Bye. Bye.